1: This is Greg Kelly on seventy-seven WABC.
0: Welcome back. In walks a very prestigious-looking gentleman. His name is Nelson, and he's an attorney. Nelson, welcome to the show. Do me a favor, uh, uh, put those headphones on. You'll you'll All find right. them comfortable. Thank you. Yeah, You're thank better. you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them put them on. And uh, forgive me for doing this, Nelson, but what's your last name? Happy, like Happy Birthday. No kidding. No Wait kidding. a second. Your name is Nelson Happy. It is. And this is Happy New Year. So Happy New Year, indeed. All right, forgive me, but um, no problem. having a name like Happy, like how, I am guessing you have probably spent about 5% of your life talking about your last name.
1: I have, yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a Dutch name. It used to be H-A-P-P-E. But they pronounce it happy, so they changed the spelling to H-A-P-P-Y. Uh,
0: well, that's beautiful. Well, well you I like... say I'm
1: always happy,
0: <laughs> no matter <laughs> that's, what. That's
1: very good. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, where'd you go to law school? Columbia Law School. The in, Ivy League. In New York City. And it's one of the top law schools around. So, And what kind of law do you practice now?
1: Well, uh, mostly uh, I used to be dean of a law school. Which one? Yeah, Regent University. And I used to teach law at Northwestern University. Damn. So, but today I'm doing um, mergers and acquisitions and corporate type awesome. work. But I have, I have been a litigator for many years. All right. Well, so and talk- now I'm old, so I'd rather sit in my desk and fill out papers.
0: Listen, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. You're not old, number one. Oh, thank I'm you. guessing
1: you're 67? Oh, my goodness. How flattering. 78.
0: So here's the deal: we are living longer, and we're treating ourselves better. Yeah. We don't smoke. Somebody told me that uh, Frank Sinatra came out with an album on his fiftieth birthday called "The Autumn of My Life," oh. and they did a big special about how old he was.
1: Can you imagine that? I can't. Today, that just sounds like
0: you're hardly wet behind the ears. And you're, you are. I think, I think Trump, in a little bit, in a little kind of has changed the game. You know,
1: I think so. There's no question. And even the the current president is the same, he's a year older
0: than I am. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know if he's changed the game because t- uh, nobody not. nobody talked about Trump being old. No, but they, that's, true. that's all but they, they do, do with talk Biden. about Biden being old. Well, but he
1: is serving the role of president and he's 78 or 9.
0: So it- Well, he's in the role. Uh, we, uh, all right. So look. He Mr. has to
1: get up and do stuff all day long, that's for sure. Yeah, he,
0: they walk him over there and they walk <laughs> him back. And uh, look, I'm not impressed, but I don't want to put you on the spot about that. I do want to ask you, though, about what's going on at the Supreme Court. So, uh, Boy,
1: that's a big subject.
0: Uh, are you up to it, though? Hey, I you, am. You, you, were, you were the dean of all those law schools. No, you, listen, you know, this, I have
1: my opinions about the Supreme Court. Overall, And when, when I was a, a law school dean, I would invite these Supreme Court justices to come to the law school and spend a few days. And it was very interesting. I had uh, Scalia came for a three-day visit, and I had to, to take him to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, take him to faculty meetings, have him meet members of the bar, have him give speeches to the public. And I had to spend all my time with him. Oh, boy. And that, that guy, he what, was a genius. Yeah. And he didn't suffer fools gladly. So people that made stupid remarks or asked dumb questions, he just cut to ribbons. But if you could ask him an intelligent question or a thoughtful question, then he would have a great dialogue with you and it would be a great experience, particularly for a, a lawyer or somebody interested in policy.
0: Uh, you're making me self-conscious now because I met him once. And I asked him a question. I, I was very curious, though. I said, I heard that years of Supreme Court justices don't get their own car and driver, that they don't get it driven yeah, home. And true. I was shocked by that. I said, number one, is that true? And he said, well, it is to a point. Uh, when we're going from work function to work function, we have a car. Mm-hmm. But we don't have door to portal or something like that, which means they can't be dropped off at home. And well, they can't be I, I picked can, up at home.
1: I can comment personally because yeah. uh, he invited me to come to his office in the Supreme Court. And he, he had a roaring fire in the fireplace. They have individual fireplaces. were really lovely. And we had coffee and were chatting about what he would do when he came to talk at the law school. And he said, Mr. Happy, he said, would you like to have lunch? And I was thinking, oh my God, the Supreme Court cafeteria—you know, this will be great. I'll be rubbing shoulders with all these other uh, high-powered justices. Yeah. But he said, no. He said, I- I'm going to take you to one of my favorite places for lunch. And he had an old, rickety Toyota that he drove himself. And we went into a bad part of Washington. And
0: he's driving.
1: And he's driving. See. And so it's true, he didn't have a driver. It shouldn't and, be like that. And I think he had nine children, so he didn't have a ton of money for cars. Um, we go to this little hole-in-the-wall Psh. Italian restaurant, and they have there's a little room, which is his special Scalia room, for him to have lunch. And he said, do you like pizza? And I said, yeah, I love pizza. <laughs> and he said, well... What kind do you like?" And I said, I like anything but anchovy. And he said, well, that's too bad because the anchovy pizza here is the best in the world. Wow. He said, Let, He said, let's order an anchovy pizza and if you don't like it, I'll get you something else." And my gosh, it was out of this world. It was the best anchovy pizza I'd ever had. And he and I had a, a lovely time. We, we drank a couple of beers. We ate. At lunch? <laughs> at lunch.
0: <laughs> I don't think he was, I know he wasn't going to be on the bench that day. All right. Well, good. But, that's awesome. And then, by the way, though, hey, be honest. Yeah. You had to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with him for three days. Yeah. Now, did that get to be a little bit awkward after a while? Horrible.
1: It was a nightmare because I, I'm, I, you know, I think I'm a pretty good lawyer and I have a good legal education but he's one of the he was one of the smartest lawyers that yeah. ever lived so to suddenly have to engage him in conversation for yeah. three days on almost everything was on legal subject you can imagine how demanding this was unfortunately we had other meetings with other lawyers yeah. that helped and faculty members and students but it was a huge burden I was so glad to take him to the plane and <laughs> <laughs> shake his hand and thank him wow. for coming. Uh, and I had Justice Thomas, mm. who was a completely different person, so easy to get along with, so nice, so uh, forthcoming and helpful. They were just night and day people, both yeah. both challenging. And yeah. Justice Thomas is certainly no fool by any means, but he's nice. He's He wasn't like Scalia, who was basically just a scholar.
0: Right. Interesting, fascinating! Yeah, wow,
1: I was I was really fortunate to have that experience with them.
0: So, well, you know, hey, I heard Justice Thomas myself on uh, he during arguments today. You know, he's asking more questions than yeah. he did. The pandemic uh, kind of uh, gave him some opportunity or loosened him up or whatever. So, look, what's going on? Let me lay out what little I know, and then I will shut up. But OSHA, well, which is yeah. a small regulatory agency is the the vehicle through which Biden has uh, decided to uh, issue essentially a vaccine mandate, vaccine or get tested. Any company in the country, 100 employees or more, uh, must vaccinate or test by this Monday. The uh, appellate court ruled uh, a couple of months ago that this was nonsense, and they stated, like, you know, OSHA is just a little government office. They don't have the – nobody ever imagined that they'd have this kind of authority – all right. Am I right so far?
1: Well, yes. But oh, jeez. All right. Well, you two, tell us what's really
0: going on. There are two
1: courts of appeals that have ruled on this: well, the, the fifth, fifth and the ninth, and the sixth. Oh, um, and i am pretty sure it's the sixth. Uh, mm. I, I didn't read up before I came. Down All right. So there. no, no, no. no. But, yeah, but take I, it away. So, what do I need? To, what do we need to know about this? Well,
0: stuff?
1: you raise a good point, uh, and the the fifth circuit had some very arcane rules that they applied to this case. That the Sixth Circuit completely rejected. But at the heart of it, OSHA goes back a long time. And when it was a brand-new legislation, it stands for the Occupational Safety and Health Act. And it was standards for things like what, how should a ladder be built to be safe? Uh, what should scaffolding be like? When you come on a work site, what's safe scaffolding for a worker? Uh, what kind of protective gear should a worker have? Everything was kind of basic. But there were a lot of questions at the time whether the United States government has the right to regulate scaffolds in Manhattan, Kansas and Manhattan, New York, because it doesn't really have much to do with the functioning of the federal government.
0: All right. Wow. But So I get it. So they're doing all that stuff that's really nit nitnoid, detailed stuff. And quite frankly, we need all that. We need yeah. those regulations. That's you don't why have
1: our, any problem with that.
0: Our buildings don't fall down. You ever notice in India that you're always reading about some uh, train coming off the tracks? So fine. That's all well and good. So what about the vaccine and the testing? I okay. mean, that seems like it's a little, yeah.
1: Well, see, it builds on this original whole. The only reason that OSHA exists was because courts ruled that the United States government did have the power to regulate workplaces and to regulate safety. And it's under a big area called the police power. And the police power was something that the early Supreme Court decisions in the United States set up that, for example, if you have um, uh, a business
0: that
1: puts up signs along the highway
0: yeah,
1: and the government – passes a law, whether it's the federal government or a local town, that says there will be no more uh, billboards on this highway. Right. Now, you'd probably think that that would mean that the government would have to pay you because it's taking away your rights. It's exercising the right of eminent domain and taking away your rights. But no, the courts have said that there is inherent police power in the government
0: all to right. regulate things without paying. So who's going to win this thing?
1: I think the 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 Sixth Circuit decision is going to work in the Supreme Court. Oh,
0: wait a second. The Sixth Circuit is that Louisiana or is that somewhere else? It is. Oh, good. So Louisiana,
1: but it's five other states too. I mean. Okay,
0: that means that means that means that they're going to th- they're going to throw this ma- mandate out, right? It's going to go to the Supreme Court next. Well, it is there right now.
1: Well, it's an appeal from the Sixth Circuit. The Supreme Court hasn't ruled on it. The, the but Sixth they're
0: thinking about it. That's what today was.
1: Yeah, this is going to hear the decision. They heard it. They heard it today. Well, uh, that I didn't realize that they had a hearing. Oh, it, uh, excuse, that's Dean, that's, Dean. Dean Happy. I didn't know. <laughs> well, this, I know the issue, but I no, didn't know that her court the court, court hasn't ruled on it. So. They haven't
0: ruled on it, but they did hear the arguments a few hours ago, and that's when I heard Thomas and stuff like that. So, oh, uh, good. So – they'd have to come up with, what, an emergency stay or something like that? I mean, this is pretty – they don't usually work this fast.
1: Very unusual. And I think the decision of the Sixth Circuit was like December 22nd. So having it in less than a month yeah. uh, is a very, very unusual for the Supreme Court to rule that quickly. Right, but, but you have – one of the basis for the Supreme Court's uh, jurisdiction is conflict between the circuits. So when you have the fifth circuit saying that it's invalid, the sixth circuit says it is valid, then that is the perfect trigger for the uh, U.S. Supreme
0: Court to yep. resolve the conflict between the circuits. Got it. They come on in, and uh, well, that is a fascinating uh, story about. Uh, first of all, your all your insights so appreciated, and what you said about Scalia and lunch and the pizza place and yeah. anchovies, and
1: you get that with OSHA. So what? You, you thought I was talking about sushi <laughs> I talk about pizzas.
0: One, one other thing. Uh, when you were grading paper, I mean, you, before you were a dean, you were a professor. I was. What was the most common excuse you heard for not turning in a paper on time and or I can't take the test on Friday?
1: Uh, sick was the typically.
0: Can uh, you, is there, a, could you tell if they were telling the truth?
1: The, I made a rule that I didn't accept any of those Reasons. So if they didn't show up for a paper to for an exam, they got an F. So it was wow. Uh, not no rules were ever uh, broken. Um, did
0: you say that on day one in class? Like did. if you don't did come, you
1: show up, or else. What not.
0: if somebody like got hit by a car on the well, way to the Well, that test? would be
1: true. But to to eliminate the the constant problem, the dog ate my homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know I'm sick. I'm throwing up. I can't sit there. We would. I had a rule that they had to show up.
0: I like it. I like it. it. I like it. Two more quick questions. You went to Columbia Law. Where'd you go as an undergrad?
1: I was. Went to the University of Kansas and Syracuse University.
0: Uh, And where'd you grow up?
1: Lawrence, Kansas. That's why I went to the University of Kansas to start out.
0: Wait a second. Is that where uh, Eisenhower's from?
1: He's actually from Abilene, Kansas, but it's the same state.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got that one. Uh, I feel like somebody famous other than you from Lawrence. Who's from Lawrence? I know Lawrence is in the news sometimes. Why is Lawrence? Well,
1: probably because they – University of Kansas has a great basketball team. and has been for okay. 100 years. Yeah. It's like the very earliest days of basketball started at the University of Kansas. Uh, Professor Naismith taught there. All right. So the inventor of basketball is at KU. So that's the reason you hear about the University of Kansas. Okay. There Not we so go. much football, but sure. basketball.
0: Well, Professor Nelson, happy. Thank you. Thank My you so pleasure much. pleasure to come. All right, to be continued. We'll be right back.